Is it mine? Mm-hmm. Okay. Welcome to Sh- We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Salette. And we are back with another review of a romance novel. Yes. Welcome and joining us. Wait, no. Welcome and joining us. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Yeah. I don't know how, why I said it like that, but yeah. I did. <laughs> Who knows anything anymore? <laughs> But yeah, welcome back. We're happy if you're a new listener to have you join us this week and listen to this episode and mm-hmm. <laughs> and just know going in that we're bad at opening our podcast. Look, we're bad at opening. <laughs> we're bad at closing. Actually, our closing is pretty good. When We've it's just nailed bad. our closing. We're pretty, Unless we're well, doing an interview. Then we don't know at all how to stop <laughs> doing an interview <laughs> and be done. But as we simplified in our last interview with, oh, that was a fun editing. Oh, I'm man. sure. I was just like, oh, man, that was that one was awesome. I just like turned it off at one point. You're like, I'm fucking done. Aurora's like, uh. <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, that was the end of that. She'll fix it in post. <laughs> and I was like, I can't. <laughs> so I had to keep that banter on there in order to like make it sound fluid otherwise it's just bam stopping <laughs> all right so before we get into our book let's do a quick quickie okay versus a slow very the long quickie your long quickie okay do you prefer baths or showers ah aha hmm. <laughs> see here's the thing <laughs> Theoretically, baths are cool. Practically, <laughs> baths are the worst. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're literally sitting in your They're own. They're terrible. The average bathtub is not a big big enough bathtub. It's super <laughs> small and weird. You can't get all of your body in the water at the no. same time. Mm-mm. And it gets cold really fast because they're made out of that weird metal that like wicks away all the heat. At least like, yeah, most of the bathtubs I'm most familiar with. In a big giant jacuzzi bathtub, fine. Or like a hot tub. Yeah. I fucking love them, right? But an actual just like bath bath? No, fuck off. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not how you get clean. No. You have to shower first and then you can take a nice relaxing bath because you won't be yes. dirty. And I always am like, God, I just want to sit. I do understand the impulse because I love relaxing in hot water. Like it is very calming. And that's why I like hot tubs. But every time I try to do it in a normal bathtub, I'm always just like, this is the most disappointing moment of my life. (laughs) Well, especially because Emma has a a hot tub. So like, why the fuck am I in a bath when I could just go to my girlfriend's house and use her hot? Don't mind me, guys. I'm just going to go to the hot tub. Got to go to the hot tub. Walk right through. Yeah. No, I definitely. In books, baths sound great. In movies, they look fantastic. They're bubbly and they're Mm -hmm. and the, the tiny little heroine fits so perfectly in the tub. And it's so big around her. And I'm like, that's fucking bullshit. My knees are all up in the air. And like, (laughs) (laughs) the water's just kind of hanging out down Uh, below your boobs. And you're like, what the fuck is happening right now? Why am I sitting in waist deep water? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm water adverse. You do hate water. So I guess you also don't like baths, if I had to guess. I mean, if I'm going to take a bath, I think I will take baths. I just won't linger there for very long. Or if I do, I'm going to stay in there forever just because then I I don't want to get out. But 
but you're right. It's it's sitting there for I don't know ten minutes before shit starts getting cold, mm-hmm. and then. I mean, if we're talking sex-wise, like the water, the the bath is worse than the shower because then oh. at least it, like in the shower you can sort of like step aside where there's no water and then mm-hmm. do your deed there. But when you're fucking submerged in water, both of you are, and then he's thrusting, you're gonna get water up there, and then you stand up and it's just this big <laughs> waterfall. <laughs> I cannot say I've ever attempted bath sex. That no. sounds literally impossible to me <laughs> i don't fit in a bathtub how the fuck are two of us gonna fit in a bathtub <laughs> it had to be one of those you guys yeah, had like a fancy bath spa bath. bath so i get it we do but that's not to say that it is i just don't enjoy no it's not huge and it's not like extreme but it at least is a little bit bigger than just sure. a bathtub at behind like at the bottom of a shower like a traditional yeah. bathtub exactly but even just the motion of it, it's just not great. I also am permanently afraid of water sloshing outside of a bathtub because oh. I grew up in a house where all of our bathrooms were carpeted. Oh, no. <laughs> Literally every room in the house was the kitchen and the bathrooms were carpeted. There's nothing more disgusting than that. Why is that a thing? I don't know. Oh. I don't. The 70s were a problem, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I would now, say even later than that, because probably the eighties. Uh, I mean, I eventually, as they replaced carpet, they put down laminate and tile in the bathrooms. Yeah. But it took a while, and so yes. I distinctly, as a child, when I was still taking baths, remember you could not splash nope. because if the carpet, well, one, it's already bathroom carpet. It's awful. Yeah, so awful. <laughs> but you definitely couldn't soak it because then it no. really would never dry. Like. Oh, Ugh. just the thought of that makes my skin crawl. It's like literally oh. horrifying. And I'm glad that I didn't realize how awful it was as a kid. Like right. I knew it was weird because you go to other people's houses and their bathrooms are not carpeted. <laughs> right. And you go, that makes sense. I'm seeing something here that makes sense. But you don't you can't put together all the pieces in your head of why it's really fucking gross. Exactly. Yeah, you don't learn about that those kind of stuff until Until older. you're cleaning your own house and you go, exactly. Oh my God. Like I clean my kitchen under the floor by my stove every week and I'm like, mm-hmm. this is full of grease and dirt and mm-hmm. if this was carpet you couldn't get it out. Couldn't get any of that out. Anyway. Yeah. Nasty, nasty stuff. I also prefer showers if it's just like an actual, like if I'm actually just cleaning myself. I prefer showers because they're quick. They're in and out. Oh, hello. And then and And, you don't have to like prep. with hair like ours, you cannot wash hair like this in a bath. Oh my God, you're right. You couldn't. No, there's no fucking way. No. No. We have so much hair. Well, you have so much hair. You have have a ton of hair too. I have really long hair, but... It's so crazy. Yeah, no, you're right. It it would just be eh, no. not good. Oh, well, there we go. Well, there. Baths are not cool, guys. <laughs> not cool. Don't take baths. <laughs> just kidding. Or do. You guys take whatever there. you want. Whatever. You guys can do that. whatever you want. So that's all to say that this week we read Sex and the Single Vamp by Robin Covington, narrated by Maeve Winlock. This is book five. It's not. Wait, we just went over that, didn't we? Yes, we we just learned it because I I finally had to look it up because last week I was telling you guys, or like two weeks ago, whatever, last episode, I was saying that sometimes it looks (laughs) like it's listed as book five of the Boys Are Back series. Audible claims that that's what it is. The Boys Are Back in Town, which is her series, which is not about vampires. I was, it doesn't fit they aren't at all 
And then I go to her website and it is not listed as part of any series. It's a completely standalone book. So because she has a lot of series and this is not part of any of them. Audible <laughs> needs to get their shit together then. So Audible's wrong. wrong for Audible. But uh, yeah. How about some clits notes? Okay. It's like modern day, whatever. Probably more like the mid... Like, Two It's like a, 10 years ago, 20, I think. Because the book came out in 14. So yeah, it's like, okay. yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, 10 years ago, whatever. But <laughs> vampires and, and wares and fairies and witches are known to the world. They have come out of the shadows and there's like a equal rights amendment for them and all this stuff. But they live their lives. And Cece is a vampire and she's running a matchmaking service called a dating agency I guess is what she calls it a dating agency called Your Other Half where Mm -hmm. she specifically is interested in matching others which are all the supernaturals with humans because she thinks that there's more of them and they're more likely to find love that way she really believes in love she's like poster child love and then Deacon is also a vampire and they've known each other for like 250 years (laughs) and they have like they're always kind of antagonistic towards each other and everywhere like whenever she's promoting her like love and dating agency like if anyone asks him he's always like bullshit mm-hmm. he, <laughs> he does not be- believe in it he does not believe in love and he really doesn't believe in m- mixing humans with others because others have natural you know unnaturally long lifestyle li- long life <laughs> They can live forever or a long long. time. (laughs) And humans die. And humans die. I don't know what you got there. freaking word i was trying to say anymore but um and so he's like nah we shouldn't we shouldn't mix with humans because you're just gonna watch somebody grow old and die it's like sad anyway so they don't agree on much um but then she has to come to him he he basically i don't know he runs a what i honestly don't even fucking know what he does like one of those like one of those money companies that rich people in our books always have where they just like solve problems and they like with tech tech but also like they're all militarily trained and black ops and surveillance and they solve problems they're problem solvers it is so secretive that the author doesn't even know what they do (laughs) no idea none whatsoever and (laughs) so she goes to him and she's like three of my clients or four of my clients have been murdered and I don't know what's happening and I need your help. And he's all like, I know I've already investigated and we're going to go uh, break into to their house tonight. And we're going to look at the, you know, the, the police records and like, duh, duh, duh. we got all this planned. Like he's already in, on top of it. Cause secretly he's been stalking her for like 250 years. <laughs> Cause he actually was in love with her way back when when he first met her and she was human mm-hmm. and he asked her to marry him but she said nah and then <laughs> she was almost killed <laughs> and she then, almost married to the other guy she almost married the other guy but then that is the guy who killed her whole family <laughs> yeah and she was dying and his her dad was dying who was his best friend and his he was like save my daughter and take care of her forever and so you he know did what that you have to do yes yeah. So he turned her and then he dropped her like a hot potato and was like, I don't know who your sire is. Why didn't she figure out who her sire was? Because I thought it was pretty obvious. Like, he was around. He's a vampire. He killed all the people who killed your family. Like, he obviously is your sire. <laughs> he placed himself in the situation as your hero. Yeah, he's the fucking sire. But anyway, anyway, she doesn't know this yet. But he says, like, 
as payment for him helping her solve this murder mystery thing, he's going to take a night of sex. Yeah. Because <laughs> they that have was been a transaction. They've been dancing around fucking each other for 200 and some years and they just need to get it out of their systems. And so he's like, don't pay me. Just come to my bed and we'll fuck and mm-hmm. it'll be fine. And so whatever. She's like, okay, cool. <laughs> She's like, sure. <laughs> I need to solve this this crime. And she's also like way into him. Oh, totally. She's like, yeah, I wanted to fuck you for a while, but I also Mm -hmm. somewhat hate you. So like, Mm -hmm. we'll do hate sex and it'll be fine. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So like a lot of shit happens and like they do some breaking and entering and some burglary and some like (laughs) investigations and he takes her back to his apartment and locks her away for a while because she almost gets killed again in the club and... Or not again. She almost gets killed once in the club. And then they go to another party. And then she gets turned into a human. She gets cursed by a witch and turned into a human. And then he spends like a week trying to find the cure. And the cure is the blood of her sire, Mm -hmm. which is him, which he hasn't told her. She doesn't know. But the sire will then die because the cure has to go or the curse has to go somewhere. Someone's dying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And so he's like, ah, shit. Well, I'll do it. And then, then he makes recognizing this, like, he loves her. Grand confession of everything. Like, wait, yeah. all the things. Like, he needed to confess a lot of this shit a long time ago, but he confessed it all at once and was like, but we found the cure and I'll save you. And he's just like, she's fuck like, off. fuck you. <laughs> Which, again, yes, that's the correct yeah. response yeah. to this situation. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. And then, of course, you know, a week later, she's almost killed again. This is like the third time in like a yes, month. Yes, there's, really there's three is, of those. Mm-hmm. They keep trying to kill her. And but now she's human, so she's she, more vulnerable. She literally can die now really easily because yes. she's, yeah, she is human. And he's there to save her again, but she gets shot and she's dying and he gives her his blood and he's like, no, I, I can't live in a world without you. So she takes it and she becomes a vampire again and then he dies. And I thought he was really going to be dead. Cause there I was a moment so there too. where this book was just like, that's the end. And I was like, oh, no. No, when they found out from Sven or whatever that dude's name was, Stefan, that, uh, that, that was the cure. He's like, oh, shit. That, yeah, that's it. That's it. But I'm going to do yeah. it because I love her. But he never told her. But about I figured, it. like, I was like, oh, there'll be some loophole. And then, like, he died. And I was like, oh, there's no loophole. I thought he was dead at that moment he learned what the cure was. When he learned that that was the cure, I thought that that was the moment. I was like, oh, yeah, he's not coming out of this. There's no way out of this. Uh, yeah. Well, turns out there's fairy magic. Fairy magic helps. Because her friend is like, oh, he's dead because he loves you? Okay, I'll fix it. <laughs> and then <laughs> right? she fixed it. Just magically, Maya's there, and she's just like, I, "I've got the powers to do it." It's just there's a there's a way to solve all these things. You gotta have fairies. You have to have the fucking fairies. But, but anyway, that's kind of like the plot. And meanwhile, during in and out of all of these action moments, there's a lot of really dirty, raunchy sex. <laughs> Ooh, really good sex. There's good sex in this book. Oh yeah, there's a little bit too much chatting during sex, but the sex is still fun. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I think so. I mean, especially for our liking. Uh, especially that first scene that like, he kept talking nonstop. I was like, Sailor has got to be losing her shit because this boy <laughs> will not shut up while he is fucking her. <laughs> 
because she was doing it for the, like the next two ones. She did where talk she, a lot yeah. the second time. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, so well, she's, she's like, into it too. <laughs> man, they're just because I think for her the first time. I mean, they were both like so into each other anyway. They it was inevitable. It's coming right. But she was maybe in the back of her mind was like, this is transactional. This is my payment for him helping me. Although I know that we're sort of already past that point where we're both emotionally invested now. So I think that's probably why she's just like, just fuck me. <laughs> and didn't have too much to say. But he was really like, man, oh, are we just jumping to the sex? Is that what we're doing now? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> okay. what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Dude, I I think out of all of the sexual scenes that they had in here, my favorite was when he was finger banging her on the dance floor. That, that was, was hot. Really hot. I was like, oh. I like the whole discussion of her clothing because she was wearing like a mini dress and as she was dancing, because she was dancing with her friend. So he was watching mm-hmm. her for a while and she kept like hiking the skirt up. So more and more of her legs are on display and he's like losing it, losing his shit about it. And then he goes over to dance with her and he like ruches her dress up even higher and has his hand up underneath her dress and she's wearing a thong. So his hands on her whole butt cheek. I mean, there's just there's a lot of sensual discussion about like fabric and the way it feels and tactile likeness of the sex that is really Mm -hmm. well written and hot. It makes you really horny. It does. It gives you that description. I mean, because most of the time you can almost just like describe it and make it up in your own head. But sure. Robin really gives it to you here. She does exactly gives you what she's wearing, how she's moving her body and what, you know, like the looks that they're giving each other. And then he goes and just like, okay, I can't handle this anymore. I'm just going to go and finger bang you in a crowded fucking dance floor in a club. Like it's Mm. it's fucking hot. (laughs) Super hot. (laughs) It's good. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, shit. Yeah, I mean, and then we have the weird bathtub, which, you know, now that as we've already learned, neither of us are super big bathtub fans. And I've definitely never tried to fucking one. Um, and she gets a little she's like, you know, he gives her an orgasm then, but it's not like full sex sex. Then they get to the bed and for their first bed scene. Yes. Right. And I thought that one was like, that one's one of the hottest. That, that was a good one. Scenes we've read in a while. Yeah. I like now normally and in my personal life, do not put a mirror near a bed. I don't want to see this. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I will read a book where it's described to me in such a way because that was hot. Mm-hmm. Where he's like doing her from behind mm-hmm. and he's like, look at us. And she like looks and there's the mirrors just showing them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wow, I can't even recognize myself, you know? Yeah. There's a different element to it when you're actually watching yourself getting fucked or fucking or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty intense. And it's it's hot. We've done that before. Dan and I have done that before. Especially when we're like traveling and there's a mirror right next to the bed or something. It just happens to be there. And it's like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> But sometimes, you know, you can be a little self-conscious about how you look, the things you're doing. And when you're as awkward as I am during sex, <laughs> it, oh, yeah. it does get a little weird. But that's why I like to, like, turn off all the lights and mm-hmm. make sure that no one can see anything. I don't mind light. Like, I'm okay with that. But, I yeah, I don't want to catch. I, I used to have, um when I bought the condo, all of the closets were full, like, floor-to-ceiling mirror doors. Oh. Yeah. And there was nowhere in the bedroom I could put the bed that wasn't opposite right. the fucking closet. Like, except, like, put it, I guess, up against the closet door <laughs> and make the closet usable or not usable. And so there was a while there where I was just like, this is a nightmare. 
do not like this. Because I also just don't like watching myself sleep and shit. Like, it's just too much of myself. And I to- I pulled those things down <laughs> so fast. Like, we took all of them out of the condo yeah. and-, and just hung up curtains. <laughs> or I just didn't have anything on my closet. I think I was just like, it was just it, open. It's my room. Yeah. Just my room. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a limit to how much you can like really expose yourself to yourself. <laughs> constantly i don't want to keep looking at myself but yeah that was that was a a fun scene to have because he was just like watch us Mm -hmm. watch yourself and then he had her because he had her from behind in that scene oh yeah which is the best it's just our favorite and so then i fucking love it and then he had her pleasure there's nothing like being really lazy (laughs) oh yeah for sure if i could just (laughs) well making it seem like you're somehow not being lazy you do it by the moans you just add your own soundtrack and like look i'm not being lazy like, but you're just being like your face is just on the on the bell on the pillow you're like Meh. you're just like if you just scrunch up your you know gather the sheets in your fingers and then press mm-hmm. your head into the pillow and scream that's all you gotta yeah. do you really don't have to do anything like it's all them yeah all them Unless you're just like this is cool you bring a toy along obviously you have to do that on your own then you have to do a little bit oh. of work not if you have the one that sits itself in there and just you don't have to hold. Yeah, that's true. And you true. just turn that on and you put that in there. It's perfect for doggy style. That is very true. And then you're just like hands free and <laughs> the vibrations happening without my effort. Yes. I am literally just going to sit here. <laughs> We've done that before. And if you give them the remote for them to control how fast and. Mine does not have a remote. Oh, okay. Mine is, yeah, mine is only on the thing. It has a button. Yeah. So sometimes you could do that. It's kind of give them that control. And sometimes they put it in that really stupid mode where it's like. I hate that fucking I cycle. I really hate that one. Who, what fucking woman fucking wants that? So I need to worst. talk to vibrator makers. <laughs> I do not appreciate Nobody that. likes that one. <laughs> that vibrating no. pattern sucks. It's the worst. I think that's where we get that is ultimately where blue vulva comes from. Seriously. Because you're just like, just be consistent. Why? Don't do this. Just like one, two, or three. I mean, I'll always go to three, but still. Like, always it, go to three. At least it's consistently three. <laughs> I don't need it to be like 0. 0.5. To... No, I don't need to to fade <laughs> in and out. Right. I also oh the other one 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 of my has a d- 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 oh d- d- yeah. Well, what is that? And one? I do not like. I'm like I'm not fucking brushing my teeth. Could you help me out here? <laughs> oh, there's gonna be someone who's like, that's my favorite. My <laughs> oh, my like, well. That I'm happy they made it for you because I personally do not enjoy it. <laughs> and when I get like accidentally get to that one and you're like, damn it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and you have to cycle through all of the options. You're like, go back to the you, one. Yep. <laughs> then you like, you're just like anticipating you go too fast and you accidentally skip the one you want. You got to go back around again. Because <laughs> it's just, it's just one fucking button. It's just that control. <laughs> just like, fine. Whatever happened to simple <laughs> vibrators that had two speeds? Fast and one slow. Where? <laughs> That's true. The original ones were just like, yeah, just one or two. Yep. It's just. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
so good. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> so that was vibrator talk for yeah, vibrator just talk. Some amount of t- there's no choice in the book. No. I don't know why we got started talking. Oh, because we, we were talking about their first intercourse. He was doing her doggy style, and then I was just like, oh, "Why right, not bring right. toys? Why not bring? Why toys? not bring toys?" And then they did have sex again when she turned into a human. So this is before all of the confession stuff. Because she was like, yeah. how did you do it? Or like, thank you for doing or whatever. And then she's like, I need you. And so they, they did it. But he let her sort of take control at that point because now she can get hurt. <laughs> she can't have that yes. sex. So that was a, a hot scene where she was like straddling him and sitting on top of him. But now, do you think that there might be a possibility that she's pregnant? No. Okay. I don't think vampires can get people pregnant in, in this world. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to say that because they cry blood. Okay. So I'm going to assume that they also spooge blood. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Okay, I just thought like every time they kind of cried, it was always like blood, blood tinged tears. Yeah, so I'm just assuming his ejaculate is also blood, so it's or blood like blood like substance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I because also they didn't seem to be concerned. No, they didn't, and they didn't talk about any of the other couples that were that had gone through their dating service, her dating service, that had kids. Yeah, and it just like and they can't get diseases, and they can't right. all of that stuff because when she became human, they were really concerned because the last time she was human was 1700s mm-hmm. so she obviously did not have modern mm-hmm. immunities <laughs> and they were like oh no here's a bunch of vaccines <laughs> right i just thought it was like a window of opportunity for her to be like no let's i get that you know. I, I understand and i had you know i was like hmm, possibly but i really didn't think so also because then the transformation back into a vampire yes. probably would undo any any of that baby and we're not in the twilight world guys no that doesn't work here that world's done. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> These vamps don't eat deer. They live on blood, blood. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a that one was sexy too. I like the ending scenes. Cause then, you know, they reconcile, of course, mm-hmm. and have nice sex at the end and it's fun. But that's good. I like it's steamy. Steamy. It's very steamy. steamy. Like this is on the spice, like high spice. Yep. High descriptive, high spice. Like, these are not shy scenes. And interesting story, to you know, that revolves around it. We've never had a vampire turn back into a human before. No. And very, I don't, I can't think of any of our other vampires where the girl has been a vampire as well to begin with. Now, granted, she was turned like 250 years ago, but that really wasn't the story that was like you know no. they had to talk about it in the book but the story was she's already been a vampire for 250 right. years so she's not naive she doesn't not know what's going on she doesn't have to make the choice she's All been a vampire shit. through the ages yeah so i did appreciate that and i also liked the whole long term like i won't call them enemies but just like antagonistic friends <laughs> With Andy, the, you mean? No, no, no. Oh, between uh, with, the between, two characters. Between CC and De- I, uh, Deacon. Deacon. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because, like, yeah, they weren't, like, enemies, but they weren't really friends. Right. And, like, to have that, like, sexual tension for 200 years is kind of a fun idea. Like, a fun story that's unusual for the, this um, genre, at least what we've read of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, yeah, that nothing was really... Oh, a naive person's being brought into the supernatural world against their, you know. Right. Yeah. Although he lies to her a lot and he, he sucks. Like he's an alpha asshole. He does not 
tell her the truth. <laughs> Ever. He's a big fat fucking liar. <laughs> oh, man. And he just comes in guns blazing with like, he's got the answer for everything. He knows how to do all these covert operations and... The, even to the cops like he steamrolls yes. these fucking cops he shows up that, at one point they're like interrogating the witch that put the curse on her because she's like in police custody she's obviously committed some form of crime i'm assuming this world has to create new laws yeah <laughs> about like don't go around cursing people um <laughs> right us human cops will take care of you guys (laughs) and he like and well one of the cops is a shifter oh i missed that one was a shifter one was a human of the two that showed up i'm pretty sure i totally missed that if that was it i could have misinterpreted and believed that to be the case (laughs) no i'm pretty sure one of them was but anyway um he like storms into the interview room for this interrogation and they're like you can't even just sit in the corner and don't talk you can't be here we got to do this and he's like i'll do what i want and then he just like attacks the woman and hangs like holds her by your neck up against the wall and the cops just stand there like all right (laughs) cameras are (laughs) turned off like step he's like step back and they do they just step back and they're just like cool (laughs) and i'm like wow Because he does, he just is like, they he can't do anything to me. To I'm untouchable. Oh, yeah. And he, oh, he's a duke also. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> he, he <laughs> is, yes, because he, before he became a vampire, was the second son of a duke in England. Mm-hmm. And then as a second son, he came to the colonies because, you know, there's not a lot of opportunities for second sons back home. You're not the heir, you're the spare. <laughs> So he comes to the colonies and is like trapping and doing stuff and becomes a vampire and then does can't go home. Mm-hmm. So then he lives here. But then I guess the ducal lineage passed to him because he's the longest. Yeah, because everybody dies. <laughs> so no, I'm like it. I that back that's a okay. <laughs> let's let's see the British monarchy figure that shit. Right, out. I know it's just so interesting because if I was that first duke, if I was the older brother, I'd be like, um, Cal. Yeah, I'll be a vampire. Well, see, technically, if if he had sons, true, then the he, first then it's, Duke. yeah. If the older if the older brother had his own sons, yeah, that's where the line should go. Yeah, and it would only be until everyone out of that line ceased having there are no more male no heirs more male in heirs. that line yeah. that it would go back to him. Yeah, but they didn't. They, they we're never just being in. nitpicky. Yeah, we're now totally. we're being nitpicky about <laughs> a fake world where vampires live, and one of them is a duke. <laughs> And we're trying to explain how hereditary lines of inheritance of the British monarchy work. You know, the thing we know so much about. I mean, I read a lot. I don't know shit about British books, and a lot of them have members of the aristocracy in them. So I do read about it, but no, it also doesn't apply to vampires. No, and it's almost. It really does not matter in this book. It's it just matter. an extra thing. It just popped and it was over halfway yes. into the book before it came out. Yeah. They went to a party and they're like, oh, you're Grace. And I was like, yes, the fuck? that was Cece's reaction as well. <laughs> She's like, huh? But yeah. they at the very end of the book, they do go to the castle that's there. It's in Well, yeah, because right? if, I, if I was dating somebody with I a mean, castle, I'd be like, guess who's going to your castle? That's exactly what she said. <laughs> 
It's just like this transaction comes with a visit to the castle, but they get married there, and she gets yes. to visit her family's grave, or at least her father's grave, I think. And I mean, they, they. I know he went and did that. Was she with him? Oh yeah, they got married. Oh, okay. She put her bouquet of roses. Because that's his back grave in the stone. U.S. I thought that was there. No, no, no. Oh, I missed that. I thought it. I thought they were at the castle when they were doing that at the very end. I could be mistaken, though. I did. I lost track, but the the graves are here. Okay, she was born here in the colonies, and he was here. Yeah, yeah. She's not. She's she's American. Okay, and that's where she was turned. Yeah. Then I. It was right before the revolution. Okay, in the seventeen seventy. Then maybe they just talked about the castle, and then I think so. And then the I think so. End scene. I thought they just talked about it, and then okay. he asked her to marry him, and then yes. Anyway, yes. But yeah, and they end up together, and it's, it's all everything's all good. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, we don't know. I mean, that's true. We we don't know. There's also like this horrible. Oh, we didn't even mention who the bad guys were. Oh yeah, there are bad guys. So the the bad guys the whole time were this group called. Uh, I don't even. Know. I don't remember <laughs> what their name was. I remember David. That was it. No, but they were something of Adams because they kept calling them Far, and I got really confused until I realized it was an acronym. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. Whatever. It's like Sons of Adam or something, but mm-hmm. that doesn't make the the letters that I need it to make. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, there's a group that hates, you know, vampires mm-hmm. and others and wants of to kill course. them all. And they really yeah. hate the idea of, of mixing the breeds of humans and sure. not humans. They don't like that. There's always a they bad group of shit. men. And I don't know how any of them... S- because he, like, slaughtered them all. So I don't know how there was anyone left who could be like, my ancestor. I, I don't get it. And also, I'm sorry. I have to be real honest here. <laughs> I'm not carrying a 250-year-old grudge for any of my past no. ancestors. Like, they could have gotten <laughs> murdered and I'd have been like, that sucks for you. But I'm not going to go out there and avenge their death. <laughs> that always seems to be the issue. Like, a lot of these stories, that's what it is. is yeah, you hurt and they pass my it. Great, I, great, great, great grandmother. And I get it that it's like passed down as family lore, but seriously, if I got told that kind of family lore and that, like, in the effort to try to like gin up sure. my anger for it, I'd be like, <laughs> that feels like that's historical. I yeah, you know what? <laughs> that's in the past. I'm not going to expect my great great grandchildren to go find. No, I can. Any... I can say it right now in this recording. <laughs> If I am brutally murdered by some horrible, like, <laughs> gang violence or something, I do not expect any future generations, which I won't have any, so it would have to be, like, my brother's lineage, right. <laughs> to enact some kind of vengeance plan on my behalf 200 years from now. Yeah, Please you'd, don't. You'd have to... Let it go. Live your lives. You'd have to make a really, really big impact on the new baby's life. Right? For She's her to only, be like... like- a month old. Yeah. She doesn't give a fuck about me right now. I, d- I don't provide milk. I don't change your diaper. Yeah. She's like, I don't know who you are. I have no idea who you She's are. She's like, I can't even see. <laughs> She's like... Uh, she does put together a perfect sentence, though. I know she does. It's just in her blood. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so we had an idea for a kiss and tell, and I know that we thought that it would just come naturally, and it's not. So now let's it's talk not. about it. <laughs> Well, we're going to talk about it because as we've mentioned, like Deacon is an asshole. Like he really is like an alpha assertive jerk and about a lot of things. But he had a moment that I appreciated early on in the book 
where he's like storming into her life and taking over all this control and like a lot of that mm-hmm. is like grating but then he has this aside where he's like by the way i expedited the shipping from that victoria's <laughs> secret order with the you know some kind of he, description like let's say like white lacy right. piece whatever mm-hmm. i don't remember what it was but he's like i think that's what you should wear i'd like to see that uh-huh. and so he like is approving he's like on board she's already ordered the lingerie for herself and he's like that's what i want to see you in and then also all throughout the book when she gets dressed for the club he's like appreciative of what she's wearing like her thong like he's he's very into even at the end there she's wearing like another like green thong or something yeah. and he mentions it and like he's just really into just the way she expresses herself yeah i mean and he's calling her like all kinds of great things yeah you know she's a warrior princess goddess stuff i mean stuff that's over the top and ridiculous but i wanted to we like in particular like when discussing men's reactions or like your partner's reactions like lingerie and like sexy explicitly sexy like underwear you only wear for sexy time Uh or for like when you're you know you're gonna be around him and you want to be engaging or, you know, like enticing and like yeah. encouraging a sexual encounter, right? And I love that. And I love that he picked up on it and was like engaging back, right? Because I think that in my experience, <laughs> too often it's just like, well, yeah, that's pr- that's fine. And then like they take it off you and then they're like that's moving it. on. And you're like, this is like, I wanted you to appreciate yes. the beauty of this lacy garment that I put on. <laughs> yes. I put it on so that you can enjoy it while it's on me. (laughs) And so that I can enjoy being seen in it. Right. Like, that's part for me, too. It's like, it's not just, you know, there's, we get into this debate with a lot of things that women do. Like, do women do things for themselves or for men, Mm -hmm. right? And I don't think it's, there's not one easy, it's one or the other. It's not, it's both and, right? It is both, yeah. A lot of things, like day-to-day wear, I don't do for men. Day-to-day things I don't do for men, I do for me. Like, if it, if I want to wear makeup, I wear makeup. Mm -hmm. If I want to wear fancier clothes i i that's fine it's or because i'm doing something that requires it but it's not for men right it's not for their enjoyment but when i am engaging with a partner in a situation sexual situation and i choose to put on i'm like okay he's heading over i'm gonna put on you something get in sexy your get up. yes i get into my get up so that when he walks in that's what i'm wearing mm-hmm. like that and now i'm doing both for me and for a reaction i want both yes. i want to feel Feel good about it, but then I also want to see them appreciate it back. And I think we need to tell men more that they are not being appreciative enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we need that self validation after so long of like getting ready and making that effort to not only feel pretty for ourselves, but so that it can help make this moment that's eventually going to happen, you know, like the sexy times afterwards, that much more excitable. And they anticipate it and they want it more because also it's different. I'm not always in love. You know? Oh hell no! No, that's a ca- th- that's a special occasion. It's a bitch. special. Like, I took my time to do this, and I half am the time you this. show up, and I'm in pajama yes. pants <laughs> and a sweatshirt. <laughs> this is what you get. Yeah. So if I choose to show up in something sexy, mm-hmm. you need to take a moment and go, God damn, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I've told this story once before already, but a long time ago, but there was a way before our kids were born, but I bought a new corset 
and some really high stilettos and I went and got myself all dolled up and ready and I walked outside to the living room and Dan's watching Triple X or some shit with Vin Diesel in it and and he's like surprised he's like oh my god you look great you know like he gives me the compliments but then he says I'm almost done with this movie <laughs> he's like I've got 10 minutes and I was like oh really Okay, so then I went back to the bathroom and I took everything I was wearing off. I took off all my makeup. I took off the corset. I got into my pajamas and I I don't remember what I did next, but it wasn't sex with him. I'll tell you that. Because 10 minutes later, he sure as hell came in expecting some and he didn't get any because he, I mean, like it killed that moment. Like, no, this is a, this is a time sensitive offer. It's on the table for exactly half a second. You get your ass off that couch and you get in here. And I'll tell you what, I haven't been in lingerie since. And that has, that is. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Damn. Mm -hmm. Yes. I haven't worn anything since. I mean, we've been adventurous since, you know, like we've gotten toys and and done sure, sure, sure. No, you have all kinds of things, but you have never done I haven't lingerie gotten... again. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Because that was a while ago. I mean, your kids are like 10, and this was well before them. So. Well, way before them. <laughs> way before we even knew we couldn't have babies, naturally. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so hell, it could be 15 years where... I don't, I don't know what time when this episode comes out specifically, but the end of February, this is a leap year for 2024. Mm-hmm. We get to celebrate our wedding anniversary on the 29th of February, and then it'll be 20 years that we'll be married. So it's probably been like 15 years, honestly, since since that happened. And it only took once. And I, I have no desire to try to do it again. I can't take that. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. take like normally I'm just like, yeah, whatever, you know, but that one that one really hurt. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I I feel ya. <laughs> I didn't. I believe it. That would yeah. be like, especially because it wasn't even a new movie. I don't remember. I don't think it was Triple X, wasn't it? Chronicles of Riddick. Oh, it was. See, I don't even. Which I don't know any of his it movies. Wasn't even a good. Like movie? it was already old. Well, one, it's not good. It's not. <laughs> and I'm a I am a Vin Diesel fan. <laughs> And his movies aren't good, but I enjoy them anyway. You don't watch them because they're good. Um, but also, it wasn't like new. It was like, even if he hadn't seen it before, like, it's going to, it'll be there. Like, it's. Yes. I know we weren't in full streaming mode yet. 15 years ago, it wasn't as much as we can stream sure. now. But you're going to have an opportunity to watch those 10 minutes. Uh, Hell, as, by then, we probably sure had DVR. That, you could have just like, paused it, right? Or Blockbuster. I'm sure it was still there. Well, that was still a thing, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Remember. At least Netflix. At least Netflix. But, you know, there's a lot of opportunity to watch any kind of Chronicles of Riddick movie that you want to finish (laughs) later on in life. (laughs) I just think it's so... Oh, that's... Yeah, I mean, hey, no, more... Do what you want to do. Yeah. Nope. And I, I haven't. I've never been outright like rejected like that, mm-hmm. which is why I still do it. But I do. And also because I'm, you know, obviously always, not always, but it's, I have different partners. So I have to like, all right, let's try lingerie again. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's see if it works with this one. It'll be new for this one. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And so it's like, and I have a whole like collection because every time I'm like, well, what's your favorite color? Oh, that's good. And then I go find lingerie that that's that's that color because I'm like, all right. I also <laughs> like that's the added layer, right? Yeah, exactly. And then yeah, and then I'm like, and like I I'm not gonna say I've been like you know like they're like they're not not interested, but it's just like oh nice. And then like it's off, and I'm like, god damn it, I want more yeah. appreciation of this. 
<laughs> I don't know what it is exactly I want. No, um, I, I can't just, verbalize it. I just need more. I'll tell you what it is. You want it to last longer. You want that moment to really last much longer, even if it's just taking their time taking a strap off. And I think that is what Deacon did in this book, mm-hmm. like with all the clothes. Like, and, well, really, it's Robin writing it, right? But that's how she wrote him. Because yes. it was like, he didn't take the thong off. He would like, you know, touch it, it and like play with it, or... move it aside mm-hmm. and like keep it as part of like the whole experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or talk about the the tactile of the the robe as she was you know dropping it for him like like it's the whole experience and like the clothing and you know items that she chose to wear to feel sexy became part of it right which is that's exactly the message that we're trying to send right now is that exactly Mm -hmm. we're taking this time to to do all those things and making it a part of the reason why we want to be appreciated or noticed or whatever it is that we truly because i'm with you i don't really know exactly what it is it's just i want it to last longer yeah i just need it to be special yeah and like appreciated and Mm -hmm. because i feel like i mean i don't know what a reciprocal experience is because they don't wear lingerie Mm, elephant underwear (laughs) i have yet to see that that's new i have not seen any banana (laughs) hammock they're terrible (laughs) they are not good trust me (laughs) I don't like Like, them. oh, no, here's one, something s- kind of similar, like when someone has gone an extra mile in their, like, grooming and manscaping, right? Okay. And you're just like, oh, oh, this has all been, like, shaved for me. Okay, yeah. And I get, like, <laughs> right? And you make a big deal about it. Yeah. Because you're like, that wasn't easy. No. That took time. It did. I will appreciate this. Absolutely. Okay. There is one comparison there. <laughs> we'll give you one. <laughs> But here's another hang up of mine is I don't do sexy. I I do awkward and weird. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not sexy at all in the sexy things that I choose to wear. Like like what happens? Then I just after stand you there. Put it on? That's what I was gonna say. What do you do now? <laughs> like let's play cards. I was like. <laughs> Um, right and i don't have it i don't have another move i just put the sexy things on i don't have another move i just did my move now what you got to do is push me up against the fucking wall and kiss me everywhere that you can kiss me and touch me everywhere you can touch me exactly that's what you got to do just move things over slowly use your tongue use your fingers use all of that like all you have to do is press me against the wall it's always that And here's the thing. (laughs) We're super easy to figure this out for because of the books we read. All you need to do is pick up one of these fucking books. Fucking books. (laughs) You just like go, oh, what the hell are you reading? And then you go secretly and you read it and you go, oh, yeah. And then you do that thing. Yes. I mean, it's not that hard. It's not really. You do that thing and I'll be like, holy shit. Right. <laughs> I just want a scene out of one of my books. Exactly. Reenacted by two people who aren't nearly as fit as right. the Adonis's in the book. Exactly. <laughs> it's not going to be 100%. And also, also, aren't superhuman vampires shifter people and uh, also like break easily. So, like, we can only do so Look, much, but let's try it anyway. We can only do the contemporary books if we're going to try any of these things. That's true. You read the contemporary, don't pick up any of the vampire books. It's never going to <laughs> they will give you false expectations. They will, and may probably make you cry. So let's steer away from that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, awesome. Uh, do you have a that fun fuck fact for us? 
I do. So as we've mentioned, uh, CC's <clears throat> business is a dating agency slash matchmaking uh, company. And so I have an article on theatlantic.com called The New Old Dating Trend, Why is Matchmaking Having a Renaissance? It's by Faith Hill, and it's from August 11th, 2023. And I can't tell you that much about it because it's behind a paywall, but you know. <laughs> if you have a subscription, you can, you read can it. totally <laughs> Um, but it is, it's about how like matchmaking is becoming in this world of technology and like dating apps, matchmaking has become an increasingly like popular method of dating again. Like people are just paying companies, agencies to do the matchmaking. They're like, look, these apps are bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. you find somebody, you set me up on a date and we'll just go date. Like, you know. Run your algorithm and match me up. Yeah. And it does work. Like there are people out there married because of matchmaking. Certain cultural groups, it's much more common in like this article starts out by talking about like the Indian couples and, you know, an Indian matchmaker because you think of that like Netflix show, Indian Matchmaking. Some of those cultural groups have, it's more traditional anyway, like arranged marriage Mm -hmm. and stuff. So that like having the matchmakers, something that's kind of part of culture anyway, so like they can bring it into the modern era and like do it. Make it so that it actually fucking works. (laughs) That people Mm -hmm. have the same interests, the same goals in life and things like that. Oh, absolutely. And like, and not just, you know, in India, but like Mm -hmm. other groups too. And so I've seen a couple of people on like social media. There's one author I follow on Instagram who she met her husband through a matchmaker. She just, you know, she was tired of the dating scene. She paid a matchmaker. She's like, get me a husband. This is what I'm looking for. And it worked, you know. So there is something to be had for like an old idea coming back. And and I I get it. I get it because I'm on the dating apps and they are dumb. (laughs) Um... They're they're really dumb. And when you can spend like 10 months with a person and then they ghost you. Yes, absolutely. You're like, that? That was bullshit. Was bullshit. And it came from a dating app. <laughs> and it was a dating so, app. And you're just standing there going, well, the least you could do was just be like, bye. Right, at least something, <laughs> right? See, this is not working out instead of being a big old dick about it. Yeah, I mean, we look at like how all of the the old style of dating and doing things are now being reformed with tech, which is amazing. And I think that with like people who are, we're more open to mental health and talking about our feelings and opening up. So like when we're able to communicate and talk about the things that we actually feel, it's easier to make that connection with people, I think, when they're not afraid to talk about it. So Oh, yeah. And you see that on dating apps. They're like, there are a whole, I've seen at least a, maybe half a dozen profiles where they will be like, if you aren't in therapy doing your own work, don't right? message me. Oh, okay. <laughs> like yeah, they're like, look, exactly. I already know what I'm doing. Doing yep. and working through, and I'm not dealing with somebody who isn't. Um, That's good. And then also, yeah, that is great. But I think what the matchmaking does that the dating apps don't mm-hmm. is almost all the dating apps have like a free version, right? So you can you don't have to pay for it. You're not invested in it unless you 
choose like i pay for the upgrade because uh-huh. i'm trying to like yeah right but you're still shown it doesn't show you only other people who are paying for it right it shows you everybody so some of them might oh. be people who are buying the subscription and some of them might not I be see. so it's not matching you 100 percent with people who are actively as invested in the process as you Got are it. whereas matchmaking it's 100 percent. like people paying are too. only to go and pay for the matchmaker if they really mm. want to succeed right point. they're not going to do it because they want to be fuck boys got it so i think that's where matchmaking goes the extra step that the dating apps kind of they can't get away from having those free versions i think right maybe no they wouldn't be as successful and maybe there's ones that are completely paid for that i haven't found yet i could try that i could look into that but yeah that's a really good point i mean i never would have thought of it like that it's just why not sign up for something free if you think you could sleep with somebody for free and well and there's varying levels i mean if you're honest on your profile about what you're looking for mm-hmm. and that's all you're looking for then fine then match with other people who are saying that same thing exactly but if you read my profile and you read like long-term relationship partner yeah. that's not yeah. and yours says short-term fuck situation yeah. don't match me don't match don't do that. don't do that also go to tinder <laughs> like, yeah you're on the wrong fucking app get the fuck off there here. there are our ones for that specifically so yeah. Anyway, so that's an article that I'll share with you whether you can read it or not. <laughs> yes. Good <laughs> luck. <laughs> awesome. Rating. Rating. What do you think? I'm going to give it an eight. I would say I can average on an eight as well. And I think that eight makes it work because of the sex. The Absolutely. sex was written very well and we got a good amount of it in this six hour book it was just it was written beautifully it got it got me wet just saying oh yeah I squished i liked like they were like at first i was like i don't know because <laughs> the very first chapter or maybe it wasn't the first chapter but it's really fast like she's going to his business to ask for his help and he's like okay but you're gonna fuck me and i'm just like well jesus <laughs> that's what andy said <laughs> That, that is, is what exactly Andy said. What Andy said. <laughs> <laughs> because that's like oh, not like you're just like oh my god oh okay are we doing that? But then like it turned into just this like back and forth smoldery yes. like like angsty sexy like like mm-hmm. I know you want it and they both did they both oh, yeah. totally wanted it all the time and like she kept trying to like at one point she was like let's just pretend like, or like you we can get out of this you don't have to you know, we don't have to do this this isn't what you really want and he's like bullshit don't lie to me you're not a liar you're not a coward yeah. like this is you want it and I want it and we both know we both yes. want it because also like they have this weird vampire eye thing yes. that makes color their horniness gold, obvious green. yes Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like they know and i just love that i thought that was like i did enjoy both parties kind of being as invested yes. from the beginning he was lying to himself about being in love for like the whole time she had she didn't think she loved him but she was attracted to him but she wasn't afraid and to then, tell him either though when she did realize it no once she realized it she was immediately like i love you and he was just like <laughs> but then he told her like five minutes later <laughs> after he told her i also am your sire did all the things wrong that i shouldn't have done <laughs> anyway <laughs> Yep, but I still like you know it was it felt more equal. It was one of those more even for an alpha asshole like it still felt more of like an equal relationship most of the mm-hmm. time. Even you know there was the small period of time when she was human and it was weird, but 
Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a different... It was just a lot of surprising things yeah. to me, I think. For being a vampire book with a yeah with an aggressive asshole main character, like mm-hmm. it just didn't fit the same patterns as other books. As the other ones that we've read. Yeah. And yeah. he definitely was. I wasn't as bothered by him, I think, in even in comparison to some of the other characters that we've had, that we've read in our... Oh, yeah. I wasn't bothered by him either, which was shocking because he's a fucking lying <laughs> asshole. Lies. And I was like, why do I not because hate this man they more? they all lie. At this point, we're going to hate every single one of them because that's what they do is they don't tell the truth in the beginning. They do. That's why we fucking love Ian because I don't think he oh, lied do to her Ian. once. <laughs> It was just always mm. up front with her. That's true. Always. Kept nothing. Yeah, I really, really would have thought I would like him less. And I still surprisingly really like him. Yeah. In the end, as it starts to progress. Well, sure. I mean, he dies for her. Yes. You can die for anyone and then that really redeems you. But yeah. And even after even after he came back. So he got brought back. That's true. He... And, and the last thing she had said to him. Well, not the last thing she said, but. One of the, like, when they had their big fight, she was like, I don't want to see you ever again. And he'd forced himself into her house to save her life. But it's not like she was like, okay, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. There was no forgiving talks because they were both on the brink of death. So even when he came back, he didn't show up in her life. He, like, came back and just hung out in his house. Mm -hmm. like Respecting her wishes. Yeah. He died for her. And he came back and was still like, no, she was mad at me last time I talked yep. to her. So I guess I won't go see her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he did. He kept his distance. He, did. he redeemed himself. Oh, yeah. I had no problems with yeah. him. I mean, he's a jerk, but I still was like, <laughs> yeah, I'll fuck you. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds very hot. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. Okay. So, guys, for our next book, we are going to read Night in Leather. That's K-N-I-H-T. Nope, that's not his but K-N-I-G-H-T <laughs> by Holly Trent, narrated by Piper Down. This is book two of Hearth Motel. We did book one. Uh, episode 115. Episode last year. 115, guys. This mm-hmm. is um, about Faye, sexy Faye. Mm-hmm. Sexy, leather-wearing, motorcycle-driving mm-hmm. Faye. <laughs> yep. So we enjoyed that last book. And so... Oh, yeah. I yeah. don't remember much, but I do remember no. being like, these are dirty-ass Faye fucking, fucking hot men. <laughs> I just My favorite scene was when they were having sex in front of the dude, and he's just like, I haven't been able to get a boner in so long, or release himself in so long. Or He has some type of curse where he can't do something. That's true. And, and I don't remember, I don't but remember. I do remember that it happened. And I remember being really into it the was, whole, the, the, it's it's the voyeurism, voyeurism exhibitionism it's, stuff. It's, yeah. Yes, it's just, it's like almost taboo and just, yeah. Because even she was like, should I take care of you? And he's like, no, I'm good. And I went to the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, because even like her lover was like, yeah, uh-huh. I mean, you can, but that's cool. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It was, so it was, it was hot. Good. It was real good. So yeah, we're going back to that mm-hmm. world. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, In the meantime, <laughs> <laughs> before the next episode, if you want to talk to us, you can find us on social media. We are Shh Dirty Books on Instagram and Facebook. Or you can email us directly at shdirtybooks at gmail.com. And in all those places, it is with three H's. And you can visit us on our website at shdirtybooks.com and most places that you could find podcasts. 
If you can go there, rate, review, subscribe, that'd be great. Thank you, Jim Townsend, for your music. And with that, we'll say goodnight. This is Saylet. And this is Kalina. And we'll see you later. Bye. Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Kalina and Saylet. Be sure to tune into the next episode. Some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format, it allows you to give a rating. Please do that for them.